So we've got uh, Dr. Randall uh, Carolison on the line, NASFAS Administrator. Good afternoon to you, sir. Good afternoon, and thank you for having us. Yep. It is a pleasure to have you on the show, sir. Thank you. So um, why are you defunding uh, these students? Uh, we are unfunding them because we have information that they did not declare their income correctly at the time when they applied. Ah. Uh, and also, at that particular time, the validation methods that NISFAS used uh, mm-hmm. was credit bureau data, which is not very reliable to assess income of people. Uh-huh. So when we, asked, when we had this agreement with uh, MOU with SARS, we were able to more uh, um, acutely define uh, the income per household. And we were not reckless. Uh, we looked at really the ones that are totally outliers. Mm. Um, uh, so we understood that we did not want anybody that's on a margin that be accidentally unfunded. But we also understand that although the data shows that the income might be higher, that things could have changed for them since the data was registered. You know, so people lose jobs and all those sort of things. And that is why we're giving people 14 days to petition us. So how did you get, get hold of this, 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 this information? Well, no, it was official government-to-government arrangement. Uh, and it, it took a long time to negotiate that. Mm. But uh, it, it, it's, it's using uh, government information to ascertain income. Mm. And that's important because we have had too many complaints from students about their fellow students, uh, you know, uh, abusing the NISFA system. Um, and therefore, we unfortunately had to do it. Now, the timing is unfortunate. It's mm. halfway through the year, if you look at the extended academic year. But um, as the accounting authority, if I pick up or it's brought to my attention that there has been a misspend uh, of money, I have to, to, to correct it immediately. There is, I don't have discretion in that. I can't say let's do it later or let's not do it for this one or that one. Are students able to appeal? That is the petition process that I'm talking about. Money? Well, the first step that we are doing now is to make sure that those that were perhaps unfairly excluded that we make sure that we bring them back into the system as soon as possible. Mm. So that's our first step. And then the second step is we have asked our legal teams to look at the methods and mechanisms we have to follow to recover money for yeah. this particular cohort. We will, of course, also go back in history to see whether mm. there are other people that similarly uh, you know, slip through the system in one so, way or the other. So lastly, how will the 2020 academic year, which was disrupted due to the coronavirus, affect your funding systems? So we have been funding students throughout the lockdown period. Our funding normally is over a 10-month period mm. for an academic year. Uh, we have alerted government and we have submitted a budget for an extended uh, um, uh, funded financial year. So students will be able to complete their year. Uh, uh, different institutions will have different completion dates, but we will assist students to rescue this year. It's, it's much too costly to allow the year to, um, you know, to go wasted. So we, we will be funding students until the completion of the extended academic year. Thank you so much, Doctor, for, for clearing us because we were asking ourselves so many questions in the studio and we didn't understand. Thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. Excellent. Dr. Randall Carolissen, NASFAS Administrator, Uyezwage. Yeah, they're going to be given 14 days to petition this thing. How it happens. Yeah, for me, yeah. I got an issue with that. Yeah. How they actually found out that these students were. Hence, I wanted to find out. But how did you find out? That they, 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 they other students were whistleblowers. Yeah. Other students were also like. 
But when they say that they used uh, it was government to government and something happened there, yes, isn't that tantamount to? SARS was also well, he's also mentioning SARS. But yeah. like I'm saying, like he was saying rather, Obana, there were also students who are ratting out on other students mm. because but of about reach, like. yes, they don't actually deserve. And the sad part is that they are actually deserving students mm. yeah. who needed this money, who probably didn't get it. Yes, who didn't get it, and yeah. these students who could afford it's a got very, the money. Very That's tough, the unfortunate tough part. Lesson. And also, will they now need to pay back the money? Because that was not really clear. Mm. Um, with the, well, we I think they will time. still have to discuss that and do more investigations. Very interesting story right here on Radio 2000. Good afternoon to you. In case you've just tuned in, is the Glencito Super Driver. Poor me, stuck with Mums Gebengu. Who are you? You like mm, you? You know why they call you Mums Gebengu? No, it's they call me Mams No, it's because in Sisoto. Mm. Uh, uh, <laughs> <Los Kisexi Lafayette. laughs> That's why people from Pretoria, they can't say Mams Really? But Mams Kebengwa. Mams It's a Pretoria thing. They've got their own language. Yeah. You know, just as you thought we have 11 official languages, there's, there's another one. There's language. I can't tell you. There's a real Mams Kebengwa on the TV there. Okay. 